Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Coopercast. We start today by listening to some sweet sounds from one of our very talented students, Mr. Evan Weeks. Enjoy. I've done a lot of living, and I found no matter where you go, the whole world round. They always go together, hand in hand. Where there's one, there'll be the other. Music and prayer. Beautiful. That was Evan Weeks again with one of his songs that he recorded uh, during online learning time at home. So we thought we'd put it into our podcast. And we are back for episode two with the usual suspects. I have Lulu Skinner. She's here with us this week. Couldn't make it first week. Hello, Lulu. Hello. And Billy Wicks is back with us, of course. Hello. And Mr. Churchill. Hey, great to be back, sir. And not only are we back uh, doing our podcast, but we are back in school. So since last time, how does everybody feel about that? Big step, big step. It went from wearing pajamas pretty much all day to, you know, having to get dressed in the morning. Yeah, that extra hour sleep. I know everyone's a little loggy this week. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. period, I think, getting up a little earlier and getting in a little faster. Yeah, yeah well, you know, like the, and I guess what I kind of find is this week now is getting back into the routine of leaving the house. So, right. you know, one big thing we never had to deal with, with working from home was uh, starting up the the car and getting it defrosted <laughs> and cleaning it off so you know a little bit of adjustment there and getting the travel mug back on the go you know yeah. so yeah lots of things lots of changes sir for sure definitely definitely i used to get up as early as i always did but uh, i used to enjoy that extra time at home like you said just at the coffee at home an extra hour just uh, at the house before we started teaching but you're like now especially in the winter like you said there's extra yeah the car warmed up get it scraped off Definitely. So, yeah. Other other yeah. Uh, other things That's that have right. to be accounted yeah. for in the morning routine. That's right. Yeah. However, we're back. And how does everyone like feel about what's everyone's like vibe in you know during school? And now that we're back for as of time recording, I think we have their third full day punched mm-hmm. back in school. Yeah, I think it's our third full day yeah. back now. Um, I think it's a very low key yeah. vibe. Everyone's not completely into the normal routine but it's slowly getting back on track yeah yeah i think um one of the big things people find is that you know that big step from probably getting that extra hour to you know going back to getting up well i get up 6 30 right and i take like a 10 minute shower just to wake myself (laughs) up (laughs) usually it's a cold shower because um i I'll get sleepier if it's hot. So <laughs> it's, and then I drink a cup of tea and that's all I do. And then I get ready and then I sit down and wait till Jackson's ready because he takes God uh, knows how. Right. <laughs> yes. And people with, you know, siblings, everybody got to get ready that day. So we're kind of, don't take long to follow the routine, does it? You get no, definitely not. Yeah, doing, no. Right? Definitely. For sure. Are you hearing from like other schools in that round, Mr. Churchill? Uh, West of Vibes, everybody like kind of back into the routine or is it? Yeah, like some people, I think, uh, you know, some of the conversations I've had this week, uh, for most people, you know, I think they were really excited to, to be back in the building and, uh, and students, you know, seeing, seeing one another, the, the teachers seeing one another. And, uh, but, you know, the, the kind of general consensus is, is that, you know, this week was really focused on 
like welcoming people back right. and uh, getting back into the routine of uh, being here in person. And, uh, you know, some things too, like I think every time that we, we would do a return, just, you know, a little bit of a check into on some of the, the protocols and making sure that we're all right. being as safe as possible as yep. well, right? Absolutely. I had a, had a conversation with another teacher from our school actually uh, earlier today, and we said this the last two years, I feel like we've had four or five Septembers that we start up, and like now it's like a little bit of that feeling again coming back again, even this week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I just hope this is it now for the rest of the year because if you know, you settle into one routine and it changes and you're back again. That's so right. That yeah. It's a little frustrating, but that's the that's the world we've been living in the last couple of years. And I think, like, uh, I think there's an apprehension, you know, come back, obviously. I think I feel like once we got back that first day and everyone was kind of just rolling this together and doing their part, I think everyone felt comfortable real, real quick from, from what I've seen here anyway. Yeah, know. for sure. Yeah. 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 It, COVID has kind of made like us all feel like closer as That's almost great. like a family more so. Yeah. Like I could feel a bit more of like a connection within students because of COVID. And I think it's one of the better parts of COVID. People right. realize that, oh, yeah, well, we're all going through the same like we're all in the same boat here. And right. we're all going to be there yeah. for each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. There are some funny, positive things coming out of COVID. You shouldn't say a pandemic is positive, but like <laughs> all the extra time home and all that, like I've, I've, I've reconnected with some friends that mm-hmm. I had even like that I hadn't spoke to in years. Yeah. Sitting on the computer or whatever a little bit longer and Facebook and things like that. And we've been chatting back and forth for a couple of years and making plans, hopefully to meet in the summer and all that. And it's a shame that it takes a pandemic or whatever we're going through to do that. But there are things that you do in some ways, and even your own family spending extra time with them, it brings you a little closer together too, for sure. Everyone else's experience. There's a lot of negative too, obviously, with it, but you got to draw on the positive. Yeah. I, uh, I had Sean McCann comment on one of the first live streams that oh, I did you. during uh, – the first year of COVID, right. I put uh, I did a live stream on a Facebook group called Squeezebox Page. They had right. a lot of people yeah. go on, and you know it was just for like us to feel you know like as normal as we could be when when it comes to the music yeah. industry side of it. And uh, I think last week I got a Facebook notification that he commented on. Wow, one of the nice. first ones that yeah. I ever did because I did one of his songs. I did Hold Me Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were the first ones that I played one. at the leadership conference. I think that's a future uh, lead-in. Yeah. You should record yeah. that one like we did with Evan today. Definitely. <laughs> I wish we were doing that podcast when we had that leadership conference. We turned the clock back a few years. That would be oh, great. Oh, oh, would be awesome. Awesome. Amazing. You know, we should reach out to Sean. I know he's very busy. He loved his time here. And I can tell you that from the uh, meeting before and after he was just exuberantly overwhelmed with the reception he got here when he spoke of his struggles and mental health and all that mm-hmm. and you know he said keep in touch and he said who knows maybe we we'll do something down the road so you know who knows, who knows? <laughs> i yeah. i can definitely yeah. see yeah. something yeah, yeah, coming yeah, up down right. the road yeah. Yeah. especially with yesterday yeah. like we had that like right. it was about let's talk that's day right. yesterday yeah. so yeah. i feel like he would mm-hmm. he would be like a great um person to go to about mental health absolutely yeah. like because he does answer a lot of his facebook message as he you does. know i messaged yep. him once right. and he answered yeah. and so yeah, right. like I, I like if i were to go to like any you know c- celebrity if you were to say right. i'd go to him like i yeah. trust a, like i put a lot of my trust in yeah. him he's uh he's keynote address was one of the more powerful things i ever yeah. attended mm, absolutely in my life strong sure. he had a really yeah. strong message here yeah, for sure and, and very engaging and, and the music certainly helped I know. I know. Yesterday, you folks did a, a Wellness Wednesday here and had a right. had a check in. 
Yeah. Uh, just curious, like what what was it like, you yeah. know, from student perspective, educator perspective, yeah. you know, what uh, so, how was the conversation? Yeah. So maybe just to describe what that was for anyone who might be listening. So we decided to take period three and whatever class teachers had or whatever class students were in, we stopped usual business and just had a chat. And I think the chats were like a little different in every class. Some people it was like a connection hour and just end up probably shooting a breeze, I'll say, for an hour. Other people got into, you know, more on the, on the mental health side of things. Some people talked about, you know, COVID and how everyone felt they back to school. Uh, I heard some teachers said they got into the, the whole subject of fondly exams mm-hmm. and all that with, with some of the uh, different uh, opinions on that. So it was just an hour. We decided that uh, we were going to stop classes and go in and throw it down and have a chat. And I really enjoyed it. So I don't know how Lulu and Billy found uh, it. We oh. had a huge debate about yeah. uh, the trucker convoy in Great. our Ooh. class. Because yeah. uh, what well, sparked about us coming back for like COVID and all that kind of stuff. And then our teacher uh, was like, um, so how do you guys feel about this whole trucker convoy thing? And what's your guys' opinion on it? And there was a lot of people that were like, I don't think that they should lose their jobs. Right. And it kind of got me thinking, like, well, they are essential workers. If you think yeah. about it, we're on an island, isolated, you know, the only way we, that we the only yeah. the only way we, yeah. you know, get right. foods imported is either by truck or by plane. So in our case, I do think that they are essential workers. Definitely and essential I do workers. and I do think yeah. that they should get a vaccine. I think that they shouldn't get fired right away. Yeah. I do think they should have that four month period where they can choose to either get vaccinated or you know right. so that's yeah. good relevant issues discussed there that in your Absolutely. class that uh, normally probably wouldn't in your english class or your math class or whatever it was world right? religions yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's nice to talk about relevant current issues what about, what, what about your class um, in go? my career class we started off by talking about what we thought going back to school was like and right. how it is so we started talking about all the things and like, how do you feel about going back to school? And there was many good points brought up and like most of the ones I heard was like, it's definitely a very neutral feeling. Right. There's some people who have a negative feeling and then there's some who have a positive feeling towards it. And to me, it's nice to be back in school because yeah. as someone who prefers in-class learning, it definitely helps a lot more. Right. But I also don't want to be back in school because there is still the risk of COVID going right. around. Yeah. And especially where our school is tightly packed. Yes, we are in a, a big school here. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I always think uh, we all get different sensitivity levels with COVID. And some are comfortable with it, some are not. But I think we're all trying to be safe. And we're all, uh, we all realize we're in this together as we navigate through it respect each other's different opinions and i think uh, we'll be fine our, our physical as well as our mental health for sure mm-hmm. we all help each other out so before we wrap it up and uh we didn't mention at the first but uh, our very special guest this week we're going to call it the meet the teacher feature and every now and again we'll bring in a staff member and we're going to start with our principal mr michael Sporrow, and uh, lulu and billy i got a conversation coming up with him that's going to be good before we wrap up this part of it so we've been back for three days as of right now when we're talking. Uh, what is your favorite part of being back after having a Christmas break and then three weeks, I guess, of online learning and now three days back in school? What is your favorite part of us? Me? Okay. <laughs> um, my favorite part of being back in school is being able to just see everybody. Like, yeah, you, like we still have like, the masks on and stuff and I can't see below like the nose. 
but I do enjoy being able to like make eye contact yeah. with people and just be like, oh my god, how are you? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. I agree with the whole eye contact thing. It definitely makes conversations more easier to focus on. But I think my favorite thing is that it's way easier to learn in person than online. And I think everyone has felt the relief. Yes. The relief of being back in person. Right. Because online school has this death grip on you and it drags you down. (laughs) And when you get back in person, it's like someone from like the sky came down and grabbed you from the water. <laughs> I've saved you from drowning. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I think my favorite part too, I remember I, I, I won't say who they were, but I first day back, I was at my desk and people were coming in and I saw people come through the door and behind the mask, there was obvious smiles as they ran to uh, and sat in their desk where they're friends. So I don't know, they probably didn't see much of each other over mm-hmm. the time home and it was big chat 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 and it was really heartwarming so yeah they obviously enjoyed that part of being back the social part of it is definitely not the same as online i think i tried to make the most of it we had a bit of fun with it at times but you the social connection uh probably not the same and i definitely definitely saw the difference uh, when we came back on tuesday i don't know if you're in a little bit different role but uh i guess you're still kind of yeah uh, working at your office as such and not yeah. around as much as you normally do no, it was interesting, though, because uh, I, I think the thing that struck me most this week was uh, the, what I would call the general din of a school, D-I-N. And uh, I was sitting in my office, uh, the first day students were back, and uh, just hearing that you know noise of chatter and connection and uh footsteps footsteps <laughs> you know i always say like really, schools yeah. are really yeah. they're they're made to to have people in them and uh you know the that buzz that excitement right. is yeah. uh is what it's all about yeah. and when you walk into a school and the students are not here it's just not the same that's uh creepy. that's the, you know it yeah. is right i mean that's that's really what our what our schools are all about. So for me, it's definitely been just hearing, hearing learning uh, happening all around me, and and I love hearing students just banter yes, and right. chatter, and uh, I know how much they were missing that. So that to me has been uh, the best part of being back for sure. Yeah. All those moments that happen that are you know the teacher does something embarrassing accidentally, or those little funny things in school that you always remember. Not really getting that online so much, you know. Well, that's unless you know. Dog barks in the background or something's been yeah. the best of it for her. So yeah, for sure. Those little school moments that yeah, it's all about connection. Most, right? For sure. And we definitely, yeah. So we're all glad to be back and we're gonna get through it together. And I guess now we're going to call our very first meet the teacher feature. And he's a teacher and he's also our principal. And Lulu and Billy are going to have enjoyed this conversation they had with Mr. Spurl. And in fact, I think we'll have Mr. Evan Weeks sing us there again. Enjoy and enjoy the interview with Mr. Sproul. When tired hands their daily work has done Nothing seems to turn things round again and make the whole world right like music and prayer. 
music and friends. Oh, how good to bring together music and friends. Side by side. Hello, everybody. Um, it's us back again. Uh, if you do not remember who I am, I'm Billy Wicks, and I'm here joined by... And I'm Lulu Skinner. And uh, today we have a special guest with us, our principal, Mr. Spurl. Oh, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Thank Welcome. you. I'm really excited, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say that I'm really excited about your podcast, and I'm really excited about the interview. Awesome. Hmm. So how's your day been? I've had a great day. It's nice to have everyone back in the building. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, under the circumstance. Definitely. It's definitely um, a big step in... The whole school plan. Yeah, you mean getting everybody back here? Yeah. Yeah. From, it, going from online to in person. Yeah. yeah. It, it's been hard for students and teachers and your parents. You know, Definitely. It's, Definitely, it's a big yeah. transition moving back and forth. But you know what? Uh, it is really nice to have everybody back here and yeah. get to see everybody yeah. again. So we'd like to ask you a few questions. Sure. So. What has been um, the biggest highlight of your career being an educator? So the biggest highlight of my career? That's a good question because I've had a lot of great highlights. It's been fantastic working with, you know, such a great group of teachers and students. But I think if I had to think back and really be honest, I'd have to reflect on my days that I did robotics. And that, that was an extracurricular program, after school robotics program. And of course, um, if anyone knows, we, we competed uh, in the province, but more than that, we represent the province and competed uh, internationally and really all throughout the states. And I think uh, one, of, one of the competitions we went to in, uh, in Michigan, uh, in Detroit, uh, we, won, we won the international competition. So Clarenville High School was first place out of 600 teams from across the world. Yes. Wow. And I think, yeah, I think that was a, definitely a highlight of my career to go somewhere and, you know, everybody look at Little Clarenville High School and beat, you know, 40 other countries and, and many, many states. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was definitely one of my highlights. And, and working with those students was just fantastic yeah. experience. The fact that you won an international competition, too, is so amazing to me yeah and you must feel so proud of your team yeah and you know what they were a fantastic group of students they worked really hard and and now for fun like sometimes i'll joke well you know i'm world champion did you know so you know <laughs> that's always a, a bonus right yeah it's yeah. a great it's a great brag yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but that was definitely a highlight oh. uh, definitely yeah definitely if, if you ever got the chance would you you know start that robotics team up again oh i would love to do that again you know, uh, how, I guess for me at the time, and I did that for 12 years with, with different teams, and we had a lot of great success, placed, you know, second three times and finally had, had won it. Uh, but it, it, it was, it's a big task. And yeah. at the time, uh, 10 years ago, I had moved into administration and I just kind of refocused, you know, my energies to somewhere else. And I, I found it hard to balance robotics and being an administrator and, and do a good job of both. Oh, yeah. You know? Multitasking is hard work. Multitasking oh, yeah. is hard work. It's definitely yes. an acquired skill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think is the best part about being a principal? 
Um, I guess two things maybe. It's it's because I enjoyed teaching. I but I think the best part about being a principal is you kind of get to um, really kind of get to interact with all the students and you know kind of I get, have opportunity I guess to work with everybody. Yeah. And yeah. not just like in your classroom as a teacher. I mean I love teaching, but you are in the classroom kind of in your own domain, your own world. Here I kind of get to work with so many different yeah. teachers. Yeah. Um, other different schools, board office people, I have a whole lot more contact with parents. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably, you know, one of the highlights that kind of makes your day a little more dynamic. Every day is a little different. And, you know, I just felt that, uh, yeah, it was certainly a great move to try to do something different. Yeah, definitely. And um, I'd say the best thing is being able to speak to every, you know, student and not just as, like somebody who's in a certain class, but as an individual in a environment, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. I, now I do find sometimes that's what makes the the role kind of a little more difficult. Like when I'm in my classroom, it's me and, and the students, yeah. and we're working together, and you know it, that's fantastic. Sometimes though, as administrator, now you kind of got to balance everybody though, because you got to. You know, district office has expectations and policies and rules. Uh, teachers have expectations of how they expect the school and things to work. Students have expectations and parents. So it's a, a bit of a tricky balance trying to balance everybody and make sure everybody's listened to and everybody's happy and can live with decisions, you know? Yeah, definitely. But the nice part about it, I guess, is you do have the opportunity to weigh in on those decisions. Yeah. So that's one piece that I do like about it. Yeah. Mm. Um, what's one of the biggest challenges you've had to face as a principal? Oh my, uh, Billy, that's a good <laughs> question. <laughs> now, you know what? Someone from the outside looking in might, might quickly think that he's going to say, you know, discipline and teenagers, yeah. but that piece, I like, and maybe it's this school, like we really don't have big discipline problems here. Like, I mean, the, the student, students are excellent. Fantastic. There's no doubt about that. I think uh, one of the biggest challenges for me, maybe, on a, on a, I guess on a bigger picture, is just really, is a, it's a cultural problem, I think, is really how we as students and teachers and parents uh, think about school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it's lost its way, but somewhere along the way, school have be, become a place of, instead of a place of learning it's become a, i think a place where we go and, and and get grades and marks so we can just go on to the next thing whether it's college university or just graduate yeah you know uh, lots of times i see so many students really stressed about about marks and grades and passing or failing and almost lost the love of learning yeah yeah you know so i guess for me that's probably one of the i guess the biggest challenges or things that I think about a lot. Yeah. You know? How do you guys like feel about that? Like when you come to class, are you really focused on learning? Are you focused on learning science or do you? There are, I know that there are classes that I prefer to be in. Like I know I, I enjoy being in English class because I'm more so of a artsy fartsy person, <laughs> I put it. So going into classrooms, I know that there are some that I'm going to excel in and there's some that I'm not. And those are the ones that I, the ones that I don't excel in, I usually work a bit harder to get that grade two pass. 
And I think that students are in this mindset that if you don't pass, you're a failure. And if yeah. you don't get this good grade, you're not going to, you know, excel for like the rest of your life. And high school really puts you in that place because it's your last few years before you go into the big world, as most adults put it. And there could be a lot of stress from home or just a lot of stress on you mentally. Right. Yeah. And like, I guess I'm not saying that marks and tests and grades are not important. Oh, no. Because I know that's important. But I just wish there was maybe some more focus on, you know, I'm, I'm coming to school just to learn and for the love of learning. Yeah. yeah. And look at a, a test or exam or assignment more, more as, you know, an indication of what I know and what I, if I, if I didn't do well on a test, well, look at it, see what I didn't do well with and work on it and, and learn that. So more as an indicator as something that's bad, like yeah. it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Like definitely. fixing the mistakes is, is what's the key to learning. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing I guess, I, and I mentioned earlier, like I, I probably would share is this whole premise, I guess, on school, like, and I, I've been doing a little bit of research on this as of late and reading about it. Like, back in uh, the late 1800s, in 1892, uh, there was a committee of 10. And basically, it was a group of men from Boston. And somewhere along the way, because of the Industrial Revolution and this need for factory workers and people to be able to read instructions, push buttons, follow routines, they decided that school had to change. And so at the end of this meeting, they decided that, you know, school would be structured like well, what it is now. Courses, grades, you learn math, you learn science, you learn English, and you learn music, art. So whatever the courses might be. But, you know, for many years it's been sit down, memorize a list, write a test on it. And right now, I don't know if that's where school really needs to be. Because if you look at the workforce today, we need students that can collaborate, work in groups, you know, critical thinkers, uh, solve problems. So all those things are not learning a list and just regurgitating it on a test. Yeah, that's exactly how I see it, too. It's school has mostly become memorizing and testing yourself on it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is very stressful for some people because you might not have a great skill of memorization and that kills people yeah. inside and definitely it needs to change in my opinion uh, lulu you said something really made me think of a quote i've heard from george kuros it was a he's a, a canadian author who, who wrote a lot of really good uh, books actually about education and uh he said so one thing he says is that you know if you're working for something that you don't really care about that's called stress. But if you're working hard for something you care about, that's a passion. So if you could come to school and just love and what you're doing and just want to learn, there's, there's no stress in that. No, not you know? at all. And I think school is one of the reasons why we, we've become such a routine sort of species because during school, like especially in class, I wake up every morning and I do the same thing all the time yeah. every day. And I think that that has just become, that's just showed us how much routine is used in our everyday lives. Yeah. And I think some of that comes from uh, that Boston. Uh, the group of 10. Yeah, the group of 10. Yeah. Uh, and because they needed people for the yeah. Industrial Revolu uh, Revolution. Revolution. And, you know, yeah. 
yeah. all that kind of stuff. And Billy, can you imagine, like, that was in 1892. It's crazy. School hardly changed in 130 years. Yeah. Now, I shouldn't really say that, maybe, because you know what? Really, when I, I look here at our school, I'm, I'm really proud because yeah, I, yeah. I think we are changing big time. Definitely. I don't see school now like it was when I went to school, you know, back in the 90s. But I, it, it's, it's really changed. Like, yes. we've got, you know, you pop your head in any classroom here, there's collaboration happening. Teachers are doing stuff really different. Yeah. They're, they're engaging students in ways that, you know, I've never seen before. Lots of deep learning and 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 creative, creative thinking, critical thinking, all kinds of things. So I absolutely think we're on a much better path. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Has a society, have we got there yet? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but I really like the direction that yeah, our students yeah. and our teachers are taking. I really do. We're, def we're definitely following the yellow brick road on this one. Yeah, right. we're going in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and you know, so, and it's only going to get better, and I'm really yeah. excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, thank you for, you know, coming up and letting us, you know, ask you some questions and talking to us about your views on school and how your career has been. Well, fantastic. I thank you for inviting me. I love the Cougar cast. Uh, mm -hmm. Big shout out to Mr. Butcher and yourself, Lulu and Billy and I guess Mr. Churchill probably has been yeah. here helping too. Uh, fantastic. And I, I just can't wait to hear more. It was very nice to have you. All right. Thank you, guys. There you have it, folks. Want to say thank you to Billy and Lulu for being a part of this, as always, to our students, to Mr. Spurl, our principal, for being part of this this week and that very interesting conversation. We uh, really appreciate it. Mr. Churchill for joining us, as always. And uh, we want to thank anyone who's listened. I must say we've only had one episode prior to this one, obviously. And for our first episode, I was... a uh, pleasantly surprised how many listens we actually had and the feedback we got so i hope you stick around and keep listening and the word continues to spread we got lots of plans so um onward and upward so i am rodney butcher of clarenville high school i'm gonna let evan weeks again thank you to him for that beautiful rendition of that song he's gonna sing us out and as we like to say around here until episode three oh cougars no one can break them when we take the time to make them Nothing else can take the place of music and friends Nothing else can take the place of music and friends